Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 37 of Goodbye Bullshit, Hello Happiness. And today we are talking about triggers, identifying your triggers, how they come about, understanding them, and what are some tools and techniques that you can use in order to either heal, release them, or just feel better as you're getting triggered. So what are triggers? Anything that emotionally, you feel a certain emotion about an attachment about, it can be a trigger. So usually people just associate the so-called negative emotions as a trigger. Um, such as anxiety, anger, fear, sadness, but also excitement can be a trigger as well. Um, however, since the sort of the good emotions, we don't have a reaction to them and we enjoy them, we don't categorize them as a trigger. Uh, but um, in some ways, even an extreme excitement can be overwhelming, and that feeling of overwhelmment can also be a trigger. Now, um, the first thing is to, again, part of everything I teach is to go back inside and understanding yourself and not pointing to the outside, the outer world, as the causes of your triggers. But the triggers, in order to become more understanding, you sort of have to be aware of yourself, your body, and how your body is reacting in different situations. Um, because a lot of times we're being triggered and we're not even recognizing that we're being triggered. So the first step is to is sort of always be on a lookout, always be on a watch and aware of yourself in each moment so that you can catch yourself uh, at the early stages of a trigger. Now, whether it be anger, anxiety, sadness, or being overwhelmed. Um, the root cause of most of our triggers goes back to sometime in our childhood. So during our childhood, we experience different things. And this is not necessarily um, anything to be, you know, not all triggers because you had a bad childhood that you were um, being sexually abused, physically abused, um, neglected, anything like that. But a trauma that can cause triggers. It's uh, anything that left an emotional marker on you as you were growing up. So a lot of times people um, that I see as clients, they don't think they had any traumatic experience, but the experience of a child through a child's eyes is very different than an adult looking at that child. And a lot of times that's one of the reasons that the parents don't think um, what the child is experiencing is that big of a deal. However, in a child's eyes, in a child's uh, 
memory as they're experiencing it, it can be a big deal. So a trauma is anything that leaves an emotional trigger. And the triggers that we are experiencing, again, going back to the childhood, some of them is through our own experiences that we have experienced something ourselves or we have watched others experience um, a traumatic experience and that leaves a traumatic trigger on our behaviors so for example if you actually nothing was happening to you or you were witness to a sibling's um, being mistreated or a friend being mistreated or abused, that can leave a trigger on you as well. And there are some triggers that we carry that are more um, generational and um, societal triggers. For example, a lot of times in the relationships and those rule books that we're carrying about how things are supposed to be fair, unfair, just, unjust, all of that growing up and being passed down to us leave um, triggers and those triggers are usually uh, anger and fear-based triggers that come up so the basic thing that we need to do is again at all times be aware of yourself of your interactions of how you are feeling the actions you're choosing all of that let that be an indicator that hey right now i'm reacting in a way to this person to this situation let me step back and figure it out and by looking at it sometimes it doesn't fix it but it brings awareness to it so the first step is that bringing awareness to that trigger, to your, not just that trigger, all the triggers that you're experiencing. And the more awareness you bring, you see the similarities between the different situations. Maybe it's different people, same type of situation, or it's the same person, but every situation with that person is triggering you. So again, it brings some awareness and understanding of the environment that you're being triggered. And once you see that, again, pointing the finger back at yourself, why am I being triggered right now? And as soon as you point the finger outward to the other person, like, or the situation, well, this situation is causing me this way, or this person is causing me this emotion, bring it back inside. Yes, that is true. However, why am I reacting this way? So. Um, in those then when you get to go inside keep asking why keep asking why about why am i feeling this way why am i behaving this way why am i uh, interacting in this matter and it takes you to the root cause of where um, whether it's a again a rule book a generational societal rule book that you've been carrying or something that actually happened in the past, it takes you back to that point and you get to see it better. And once you see that and become aware of it, there are ways and techniques you can use to heal it and release it, uh, forgiveness being one of those.
So um, the next step in when you're becoming aware of the trigger and finding the root cause is that, okay, in each moment as you're being triggered, look at these triggers as sort of your practice opportunities. For example, you know, you've heard the saying, um, you know, you asked to be more patient and you know universe is giving you different experiences to be patient it's not granting you here you go here's patience for you but rather there are more situations being created in your world in order for you to practice being patient and that works for anything if you don't want to be angry uh, or get angry too quickly if you uh don't want to be fearful in certain situations again those situations or similar situations are going to keep coming up and giving you practice opportunities so after awareness and seeing it and during that time anytime you're being triggered sort of be gentle and easy with yourself and remind yourself hey i'm getting a practice opportunity right now let me see what are the ways that i can Go through this practice and, you know, not be angry or be patient or not get afraid. And during that time that um, sort of it's your practice opportunity, be, being gentle and easy with yourself means don't beat yourself up that if you didn't do so well. Again, the whole point of practice is that you get to practice it enough times that you get to overcome that situation. You're not going to get angry anymore. You're not going to get sad anymore. You're not going to get anxiety anymore. So being gentle and easy means that being patient with yourself and loving yourself as well. Um, so I think we've covered pretty much the triggers and, um, I have a question. Childhood trauma is very difficult. Um, you don't know it exists until you are an adult and realize you endured it. Um, true, not true. Childhood traumas, um, you depends on the environment. Um, just to give you an example for myself, I made sure... Um, my son has an understanding of his triggers. So he's 14 right now. And I think probably this year has been the first year that he's actually um, much more aware of the triggers, but not only aware, but also in control and of his choices that have put him in those situations that he's getting triggered and had to handle the triggers. So it all depends on um, the environment you grew up, whether um, you got to become aware of the triggers or not. And I think in most cases right now, the kids are much more aware than past generations. So the current generation are much more aware of their triggers as um not so much the previous generations, but yeah, in a way you're right. Um, so as adults, uh, you have much more work to do in order to get to the root cause of the um, childhood traumas that cause those triggers. 
So again, we've identified what the triggers are. We see that, um, you know, where they started and how they started. And even if you don't get to that part, it's okay. As long as you're aware that you're being triggered, it's fine. And keep bringing it back inside and reminding yourself it's, I'm getting a practice opportunity not to behave this way, not to have this trigger, not to have this experience, and also being easy and kind that, you know, love yourself as you're going through it. Um, now, with the different triggers, if you're being triggered with an interaction with um, an actual person that's standing there, meaning if um, you are sort of in a conversation with somebody and you're all of a sudden anger is coming up and you're being frustrated. Again, your first uh, go-to usually if it's to go lash out at the other person and give the anger back at them, um, take a step back and just recognize that you're being angry. And one of the techniques that I tell my clients to use to stay in themselves is that if you close your eyes. So the practice of closing your eyes as you're talking to the other person um, sort of takes the more physical interaction out of it and you're not seeing sort of like if they're getting angry you know their eyes are getting bigger or their face is getting red um and so you're not reacting to that and that way when your eyes are closed you get to stay also more aware of your body you know how your body's feeling at the moment um and you can listen better when your eyes are closed um your hearing gets a little bit better so you can hear the other person better. Um, the next thing in when you're being triggered in terms of, again, a conversation with an actual person that's happening, uh, in order to stay in you, speak from your I place, meaning I hear you're saying this at this moment. I feel this way when I'm hearing what you're saying. So and sort of you're acknowledging your own emotions, your own feelings, and um, even maybe even your body responses. Right now, I'm really, my body is getting really hot and getting hot is making me even more frustrated. I need a five minute break in order to calm down. Um, so, uh, these are a couple of the techniques that if you're interacting with someone else and how you can, first of all, stay grounded in yourself, in your body to see what you want and being able to take time to step away. And sometimes, you know, if the conversation, the other person might not, or you don't feel comfortable saying you need to step away, you can always come up with an excuse of going to the bathroom. I really need to go to the bathroom. Can we have a five minute break? I for me to use the restroom and that can be a break in order for you to regroup and feel stay in that trigger and see what you want to do and how what you want to say and how you want to react um, the next thing is also during those interactions reminding yourself and this one goes even beyond one-to-one -one interactions that you always have a choice that in each moment uh, you have a choice in how you want to express yourself 
and what you want to experience in that interaction, either with a person or in a group or a situation. So remind yourself, I have choice. I have choice in what I want to say, how I want to say it. And even if you speak or not to speak, you can even say, you know, at this point, I just want to stay present and hear what the other person has to say. Or at this point, I really just want to walk away and not have any interaction. So that's another tool or technique that as you're being triggered, not only uh, staying in your grounded in yourself and speaking from your eye place, but also understanding and realizing what are your choices and which choice feels best or which choice is the easiest at the moment that you can have. Um, also, there are other techniques that help with triggers. Some are easier done with, um, you know, in public, some are not. So uh, again, any type of body movement um, helps you get back inside yourself. So, um, for example, if you are by yourself and not in, out in the public, this becomes easier. Whether you get up and do 10 jumping jacks or just, uh, you know, start tapping your body, and especially um, your chest area, your neck, shoulders, around your head, um, those are the best spots to release the emotions as you're being triggered but obviously sometimes this is you know not acceptable when you're in a social environment so then um if you're at a place even tapping around you know your uh wrist your hands um that's another technique holding both wrists is a um, good place that you hold both of your wrists and also um, each of the fingers, um, you know, depending on what you're experiencing at the moment, uh, holding the finger that um, resonates with you the most with that emotion. So for example, most of the times that we you have um, fears and anxieties, the best way is to hold um, either the thumb or the thumb and the index finger. And the index finger, just as it is, if you're really blaming people and that's causing even more anger or anxiety in you, then holding these two fingers together. And then again, which hand you hold, you gotta see at the moment which one feels better. And hold it for about anywhere from two to four minutes, three minutes, it's fine. And just focus on your breathing. Um, if there's a lot of anger, again, um, holding the middle finger, again, you know, easy to remember, anger, middle finger, uh, holding the middle finger, and also your index fingers a lot of times together, um, because again, you're angry and you're blaming, holding those together, whether it feel, which hand feels better, that uh, two to three minutes focus on your breathing, it calms it down. And um, so try those techniques, try closing your eyes, 
um, again, speaking from your eye place and um, just seeing your choices. Those are the best things. And really movement, any sort of body movement you can do, even like um, if you're in a public and you can get up and stretch, you know, tapping you might not be able to do because some people will ask, well, what are you doing? Uh, if you're comfortable, go for it. You know, I sometimes I might be even walking and tapping and not realizing it. But, um, you know, so if, kudos to you if you're one of those people that don't care and you can tap in public, go for it. If not, um, you know, stretching, you just get up and stretch your back, stretch your shoulders, uh, stretch your neck. Um, that's another good movement. Um Doing eye exercises also helps um, get you back more focused. Um, that one depends. Sometimes I find with clients it helps. Sometimes it doesn't. But again, doing uh, moving the eyes, uh, not your head, but just the eyes up and down for, let's say, 10 times and then side to side 10 times and then corner to corner, the other corner to corner and then circle one way, circle the other way. And each one, you do it about 10 times. Um, and that gets things uh, moving as well. Uh, let me just see. Choices, recognizing you have them in the way of responding positively. Um, Kimia was asking choices, the keyword is choices, recognizing you have them is a way of responding positively. Um, agreed, but I'm going to take it a little bit further and say it's not about a positive or negative response. Um, because when you get into that positive negative, then um, it creates other triggers and other types of uh, um, yeah, it, it brings a whole bunch of other things. So I would say look at your choices in terms of what feels good to you at the moment. And it is at the moment to moment because what might feel good or easy for you at a certain moment and might not feel easy or good to you in the next moment. So in each moment, you got to have to see um, that the choices you have, which one feels better and or easy. That that word is also very important easy because a lot of times the fear or anxiety or the anger is so much that you know we know that this choice feels better for us you know feels right for us however because right now we're we've got so much going on and we're so overwhelmed the easier choice might be something else. So even if you pick the easier choice, it's good. And also, really important point, be easy and kind with yourself. Remind yourself this is a practice opportunity and that you're going to have plenty of practice opportunities. It's not about failing or succeeding. Is that each time you practice it, you get to do it a little different you get to do it a little bit better. You know, the, I always give the example of, you know, when you were a kid and learning how to ride a bike. At first, you know, somebody had to hold the bike and then later on you were by yourself and you were wobbly a little bit. 
and then you got to do it by yourself and then at the end you did it so much that you could do tricks on your bike so it's a progression and that's why be easy and kind to yourself and remind yourself it's a practice and each time you're getting a practice opportunity you get to see you get to learn more about yourself as well it's not just practicing in order to release things but you get to see parts of yourself maybe that you hadn't paid attention to before you hadn't seen um so it's a learning opportunity and practice opportunity um that's all i had for you guys um if you um uh, have any questions, go ahead and send me a message right in the comment section. If you try any of the techniques and works for you, um, come back and write it in the comment section or message me. And if there are other areas that you want me to cover in later shows, please go ahead and um, get back to me. Thank you, Kimia, my the biggest fan and supporter. Thank you. Always good to have you here. And um, just to give you an update as well, I'm going to be changing the format a little bit for these shows. Um, every month, I'm hoping to be able to do a show about, um, and we're going to call it Young and Empowered with uh, Samir that you guys met in episode 36. Um, we're going to be doing some more shows together and calling them Young and Empowered. I'm also creating a group of, um, most of them single moms, um, and we're going to um, have a at least once a month, maybe every other month, a conscious parenting uh, conversation, open, uh, roundtable discussion. And um, that's about it. Love you guys. Thank you always for your support, for joining me. And uh, again, if there are any topics you'd like me to cover, go ahead and um, send me a message or write in the comments. Love you guys. Have a blessed Tuesday. Bye.